Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hi, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week our away team watched episodes, I don't even know anymore, four, five, five, five and six. It was the fourth produced. But the fifth aired. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's what you meant. Yeah. And, and, yeah. <laughs> buzzard myself. Start the oh. timer. I buzzard. <laughs> I buzzard me. Okay. So as Matt tried to say, we watched episode five, The Enemy Within, and episode six, Mud's Women. Both of them suck. <laughs> like, on, on moral yeah. standing. Like, yeah. 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 Like, I was entertained? Question mark. I was entertained, but yeah, th- those morals are kind of shaky on both sides. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I see what you're saying. I disagree. I thought I had a... Oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Mac, you can speak again. Yay! <laughs> like, I saw what Roddenberry's thesis statement was. <laughs> I just disagreed with it. <laughs> <Right>. You know, <laughs> he wrote a pretty decent essay in terms of English composition. But right. from a research standpoint, <laughs> it sucked ass. Right. Which one are we talking about there? Both. Oh. <laughs> oh. Roddenberry had very little to do with The Enemy Within. Oh, okay. It was actually written by yeah. Richard Matheson, very famed sci-fi Why do I know writer. That name? Yeah. He wrote... I Am Legend? Yes, indeed. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yes, he wrote I Am Legend, the novel. Which I actually liked. Yes, and the uh, Twilight Zone episode, many Twilight Zone episodes actually, but perhaps most notably. Um, the Pig not, I don't know if he wrote the pig nose one. I'm going to look that up for you. That was my favorite one. So. But he wrote the one with Shatner where the thing's on the wing of the plane, <gasps> Nightmare at 20. Oh, my God. That one's... Oh, that one actually kind of, like, not nightmares, what? but, like, a like has a reoccurring cameo in some of my stress dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but... Like, William, get out of here! I look over, I look over, and I'm, in, like, in a house. My teeth are falling out. I look out the window, and then suddenly it's a wing of a plane, and the thing is there, and I'm just like... Oh, I'm stressed about something. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to late 50s, early 60s sci-fi television writing, mm-hmm. there's Rod Serling and then yeah. Richard Matheson just right below. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. so so, my person like really, really liked I Am Legend. Yeah. And he didn't watch The Enemy Within with me because um, mm-hmm. he was sleeping like a jerk bag. But, um, <laughs> I, How like, dare he need uh, human functions? Okay, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Because he was sleeping at like three in the afternoon. So. So, but while I was watching it, I just super thought that he would have really enjoyed it because I thought that The Enemy Within, despite its weird bullshittery, yeah. had a pretty interesting basis for a discussion on, like, good versus evil, nurture sure. versus yes. nature kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting idea that I think if if Roddenberry had any involvement in it, it's the shitty sexual politics. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I get a sense that Richard Matheson had an idea, and he typed up mm-hmm. a script, and Richard Matheson was like, but what if he gets in the quarters with the, with the, the mm. yeoman? They want the basket. Yeah. 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 Give him some of that Jeez. basket. A little something for daddy. <laughs> there were several God. points where I thought that episode started to do something that could have potentially been great and then mm-hmm. completely missed the mark. And, yeah. like, starting near the very beginning when the sto- the when 
Captain's Log comes on. He's like, Captain's Log, Stardate, whatever. And he's telling the story in retrospect. And they mm-hmm. don't do that. He's like, and yeah. then I had an evil twin that came up off the, the teleporter. And so, yeah. like, all of that, you're just like, oh, this could have been, like, an excellent reflection on Kirk's part that they could have spaced out throughout the yeah. whole episode. But then they dropped that whole thing. It was just yeah. like, so you just buried right. the lead at the beginning. And, right. like, all right, that was weird. I, I think they do, okay. Like, I, I think if it didn't completely shift the bed on how they handled sexual assault... Mm. Oh my god! The episode would be a thousand times more watchable now. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what I think what irritated me the most about it was that Yeoman Rand had just been assaulted, right? Yeah. And they had the person who she says assaulted her interrogating her, and he was yeah. not like right. I know he's supposed to be like the compassionate version, but he was not. He was like, "Look at me! Look at my face! I don't have scratches!" Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "I was like, gender stop!" <laughs> and then when I said out that, like, maybe give her a minute. I don't know. <laughs> So, I mean, every, every single character handled that situation wrong. Yeah. From start right. to finish. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. even that one scene. All the way through the episode. Because even Spock said something snarky near the yeah. end. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, been like, oh, this, I don't even remember. Like, it was, liked it. <laughs> and I was like, Spock, no, you sit your ass back down. <laughs> like, where's my Spock? newspaper? Roll that shit up and stack them and go. But Man, I also, like, in, 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 in my job, we deal with very high stress situations uh-huh. and like the first thing that they teach us in like critical crisis prevention intervention is that like you don't corner somebody like right. from, like yeah. when they're high adrenaline like they're fight or flight so if you corner yeah. them like that's going to make somebody go into fight and like yeah. in that yeah. scene there's like all three of them are standing around her she's in a corner the in a chair the they're standing side. like yeah. i was like yo oh, that i'm is... gonna get your nuts kicked in <laughs> like i don't feel bad <laughs> no that, that is that's a terrifying moment especially for a woman where they're like wow commanding officers mm-hmm. men who are standing in yeah. front of me, cornering me in? I have no escape. I'm going to die. Well, it's clear That's literally that she's the first thought. crying. It's not yes. like she's had a moment and composed herself. No, she is she's in the middle terrified. of trauma. Yeah, like yeah. her clothes yeah. are still wrangled. She's still got makeup yeah. all over her face. Yeah. Her and hair was all unbasketed. Uh, basket was she was unbasketed. <laughs> there was nothing held in that basket, yeah. I, yeah, except for like, emotion. So I, much emotion. <laughs> It's so bad for her. It's even worse because Grace Lee Whitney, who plays Yeoman Rand, was contracted to be in like all the episodes. In fact, a lot of the early promotional material kind of listed her as the female lead. She's been pretty prominent in almost all the episodes we've watched. She's going to drop off real quick. She got fired from the show after eight or nine episodes. No. She had been sexually assaulted by one of the producers. Yeah. Bye. Sorry, thanks. Thanks for never been explicitly Mac, said who. Mac, we need a time machine so we can go back in yeah. time and then just fucking. Well, if we can't <laughs> stop it, beat the shit out of that guy. Right? Yeah. I mean, get, I got some baseball bats. Let's go. Is there is there any reason that Uhura is not in this episode except for one line that's off camera? I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Like, she doesn't appear, but, like, you hear her voice at one point. Mm -hmm. I mean, the way the show really is set up initially, I mean, without talking about that, the... Every, anybody who wasn't Kirk or Spock was not really guaranteed to be on the show. Mm -hmm. So they were... You you watch those opening credits, it's William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, the end. Yeah. Everybody else is in the Kelly hasn't even popped up yet, really, as a name, I don't think. Right. He's still in the end credits. I think, like, Uhura gets billing above him, and eventually... They moved to Forrest Kelly into the opening credits. Yeah. 
So th th I don't know if that's necessarily anything to that because mm -hmm. they were all working actors and they all like Bones. oh I, I uh, yeah I always they always like oh I had uh, Sulu disappears for several episodes in the second season because he does a John Wayne movie mm -hmm. yeah. yeah okay cool good uh, for him. just he's getting work. Yeah. And right. they can't keep him Which, there. Which, honestly, good for him. <laughs> they can't keep yeah. him there five days a week. It's so easy to get typecast when you're in Star yeah. Trek. So, right? like, fucking good for him. Especially uh, as an Asian actor. And yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really heartbreaking with Grace Lee Whitney because she was really good and she had a really interesting dynamic career up to that point. She was in Some Like It Hot. She was, like, two feet away from Marilyn Monroe. She was, yeah. like, silver medal in the Marilyn Monroe race. Yeah. She had a really rough time after that and drug was, addiction and, was this? and a rough life. But she really turned it around and she got into drug counseling. So she has oh. kind of this awesome hero story at the end. Like, okay. she starts showing up in the movies a lot. She... Got you know, got sober and where where does this episode fall in her her timeline? Uh, her as far as the production's concerned, like was this episode before or after the assault? I believe before. Okay. I could be wrong about that. I'd have to look it up to yeah time it out correctly. Because there's there's a line she says or whatever about how like Kirk is her commanding officer right. and she's like she almost says. I didn't write it down. It's obviously well, it's not it's not word for word, but she basically says like I didn't think I could say no. Yeah, she right. and well, so, like, she the absolutely way said she... he could have commanded me to, right. and then she kind of like right. real she like like turtles, and mm -hmm. she's just like I couldn't, and then she like, yeah something like that. It yeah. was it was one of those things that like watching it like sh nobody in it is a great actor like yeah. <laughs> like the whole show nobody's a great actor, but like that scene I might was push probably... back on that. Well, then I would the, buzz you. They're, they're, <laughs> they're performing the material they're given. That's true. Okay, That's, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, I would say yeah. I really like Nimoy's acting for the most part. Sure. But you can tell sometimes he's just like, look, all I've got is fucking gravel. I'm right. doing what I can. Right. Nimoy at this like, point is still trying to calibrate the character. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like, but then there's Shatner who is, like, swing for the fences. <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. Like, Richard yeah. Matheson writing for William Shatner is about the best mix you can get. Because yeah. you get that, oh, I've got the cake! Yeah. Smash the computer! <laughs> Dude, he wasn't moving his, like, because of my hearing problem, like, I read lips, and he was not moving his lips at all. Like, he's, like, clenched teeth, like, I'm cutting That's bad for Shit. 60s TV, because they don't do great uh, dub jobs. Also, the stunt work for doubles is not so great. <laughs> Anytime Kirk and Kirk are in the frame together, yes. it's like, who gave Kirk, different Kirk a different haircut? Yes! Yes! yes. <laughs> Oh, it's supposed to be the other character. Yeah. Also, like, why? Why is why is like, like what? Like Kirk with no face, like back to the camera. Right. Why is his shoulder like six inches narrow? <laughs> and there's like gray throughout his hair. Yeah. Because on no, 60s TV, you never would have noticed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. True. it's the producer had a nephew who like he owed him one, you know, because right. he missed right. like too many birthdays in a row. Right. So he's like, fine, you know what? You can be Captain Kirk for a day. Yeah. Really. Yeah. The 60s yeah, TV audience probably also looked at that dog in a unicorn costume and went, what is that creature? <laughs> what oh amazing special effects! <laughs> you can totally see, like, the gaps between, like, yeah. the, the dog's the face and the costume. Like, and he, moved, dog, he moved his face and the head didn't move? Yeah. Like, that dog got so much screen time. It yeah, had to have belonged to somebody. As yes. screen time, honestly, as Sulu. And I was like, right. Georgia Takei, I would be pissed. <laughs> Man. Like, he was. 
like, but the stuffed animal that played the sleeping dog, yes. like alternate, like got more screen time than Sulu. So Sulu's contribution to this episode is, you know, bundled up. <laughs> yeah. Cracking jokes thought, into the communicator. Hey, like I did not appreciate the writing because I was like, really? Yeah. Really? But I like okay, he handled it pretty well. Yeah. Like as an actor, like yeah. he he did the best with what he was given. I did. And he did okay. I did find myself throughout the episode being like, okay, why aren't we getting more of what's going on down there? Right. Like yes. I feel like that's the time pre- pressure. Like okay, like this guy's the alternate ego's walking around fucking shit up. Same thing that's been happening yeah. in the last four episodes. Right. But like, like <laughs> somebody, somebody somebody's walking around fucking shit up on the ship. Like, right. Oh, like, it must be a Thursday. Kirk's out of the game. Right. Right. But this, Trying to this fuck had, the vessel. <laughs> this had like an element of like a time crunch to it. It was like they yeah. were trying to race against the clock to save right. these people. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just like we gotta stop him before he fucks some more people up. Like, <laughs> I, I guess part of that also is a budgetary thing mm-hmm. because you look at the most of this episode. Most of it takes place on the the hero sets for lack yeah. of a better term. And really, that alien planet set looks like shit. And I can't imagine it didn't look like shit in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looked like the like the salt planet. Yeah, and it, and yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. With slightly different gels and the lights in the back. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it looks like the salt planet and the planet where they became gods. And yep. also, honestly, with a couple more fixtures coming up with Mud's women. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right. I was going to say really quick, like, I also kind of like, we're still early on, so we're setting up people's characters. Scotty has only shown up for, I think, an episode at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm offended. Because Scotty fucks up. The reason the whole episode starts and the conceit of it is because Scotty <laughs> decides to not fucking yeah. follow protocol. And I was just like, he's the one guy when they introduced him who was just like, I go by the numbers. This, If this isn't safe, then we're not going to fucking do it. And, and then he's Kirk- just like, I don't know, sounds great. Beam up the captain. <laughs> oh, no, a gamble mistake. And the captain's even like, hey, wait, you should be watching the transporter. And he's like, ah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, it's also interesting at this point so in angry. production, I mean, it, without shitty sexual politics and toxic environments, all of that is valid. None of the show's aired yet. They don't even know. How, they've shot oh. this many episodes and they don't even know how it's being received Fuck. or what's working mm-hmm. and what's they not. So they're no just, they're, they're blindly just Snacking at whatever they think might work. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, they did stumble upon what I'm sure became a blossoming Kirk on Kirk porn industry after that episode. Oh, dude. Yes. Because I'm just, at this point, I just literally started writing what was said. He's talking to himself. Mm -hmm. You can't hurt me. I'm part of you. You need me. I need you. And then I just added sucking noises. Right, right, You know, they, they, they hugged each other very tightly at the right. end. They were totally they rubbing the Kirk's, Kirk's hand, he was yes, stroking the yes. bubble. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I feel like... I ran like, you real hard, didn't I, buddy? <laughs> there was... God. There was, there was a meme that was going around uh, for a while, a few years ago, whatever, where it was like it was like a questionnaire or something and it was like would you have sex with your clone and then like the answers were like no that's incest like no like this is or yes that's the same as masturbating like whatever like it was it's a thin line yeah I, like and i feel like i feel like this is what inspired that questionnaire <laughs> kirk is like 
Yes, it can be incest. I wasn't raised with them. They're me. It's right. closer to masturbation. There's, there's one line where well, he like says... like narcissism, but whatever. Right. There's, there's a line where he says, I need him inside myself. Like, yeah. like bitch. There's, there's a line in the, in the sixth movie. They, they encounter a shapeshifter who takes on Kirk's shape. Oh, they get into a fist fight. Oh. But earlier in the movie, Kirk had made out with the shapeshifter. <laughs> and so they're, they're, they're rolling around fighting and one of them says to the other, and it's not clear which one's saying it too, like, I can't believe I kissed you. And the other mm. one says, must have been your lifelong ambition. <laughs> <laughs> they knew. Oh, jeez. Man. Six movies they, they, they missed an opportunity to be like, been there, done that. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, I'll do worse than kiss you. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 six movies are really good. Six movies. Can't wait till we get there. <laughs> and by, like, by my math captain, we'll yes. get there sometime Starting. in 2021. <laughs> it's actually not too bad. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. There's a line in the beginning or whatever. Like, through, through this whole episode, I was like, that's a fan fiction. I promise you that's a fan fiction. That right there is the beginning of fan fiction. That, Oh, oh, nope, this one too. But at the very beginning, like one of the first signs or whatever, I think it's Sulu, he's he's like, temperature's starting to drop. And like, I instantly thought of that scene from that 70s show or whatever, where Kelso said, Jackie's like, I'm cold too. And Kelso's like, well, damn, Jackie, I can't control the weather. And I just like, I like super just imagined like Captain Kirk being like, damn, Sulu, like I can't do anything about it. Like, <laughs> Should we take a break since we're at? Yeah, the midpoint. Sure, sure. Let's go to the commercials today. Your husband has little blue pills, but what do you have now? <laughs> I used to be ugly, but now I'm pretty. <laughs> Mud's pills. Mud's pills. <laughs> hey, you or someone you know has been a victim of sudden duplication. Parentheses evil. Sudden duplication. Sort of neutral. Sudden duplication. Entire universe. Call the offices of... I'm Joe Smith. I'm an attorney licensed by the United Federation of Plans. This is my unicorn cocker spaniel, Mitzi. Say hello, Mitzi. <laughs> Joe Smith is not authorized to practice law in the Klingon Empire. Hey, I'm Eris. I forgot everything. As usual. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> see. You should You're listen right. to our show. Sometimes it's better than this. Sometimes. <laughs> Not usually. Frequently we prepare. Sometimes we don't. Listen it's, to Azimuth Turns. It's all up in the air. <laughs> we talk about stuff. Mostly diversity and culture. But sometimes just butts. We talk about a lot of butts. If I'm ever guesting on the show, booty's usually brought up. <laughs> it's true. Fourth wall. At the time you're listening to this, there are 13 episodes. Go listen to them. End of statement. They're great. Anything else we want to talk about? Enemy Within. We really haven't talked much about Mud's Women yet. I mean, that was that was pretty much all I, ha- I, had, I had for I had like one or two offlines or whatever about Enemy Within. Now is the time. So so Enemy Within is the first time we see the Vulcan nerve pinch. It is. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also the first time we hear uh, Dr. McCoy and Bones say he's dead, Jim, and it's about a dog. <laughs> or a unicorn. We, we don't not, discriminate. We yeah. have not heard him say, "Like God damn it, man, I'm, I'm a doctor, a, not a, a insert line. literally anything." Yeah. Right, botanist, arborist, yeah. right, and also, unicorn specialist. <laughs> just for funsies, uh, the battle at the end, the scratch was on the wrong side of Evil Kirk's face. I thought so, but all like the all the whole end yeah. scene, I'm like, all right. I'm just kind of flashing back to like, uh, what's that? Movie Robin Hood Men in Tights with the mole moves. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's on the other side. It's fine, dude. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. 
I thought it was really funny that, like, whenever they put the dog into the transporter, like, basically all they were doing was turning the dog back off and back on again. <laughs> <laughs> like, that like, I don't know what happened. Turn it off and on again. It didn't work, though. No, it no, didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Yeah. So that's the lesson to take from this episode. Don't turn your pets off and on again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might not get them back. Yeah, it's a risky business. Yeah. yeah. There, was, there was a part, too, where Yeoman Rand was, like, in her quarters, like, before she gets assaulted, and she's, like, messing with her hair. And, like, I literally out loud... I said, don't undo your basket! <laughs> <laughs> there was a part of me that wanted, like, I wanted to watch her unweave it in I front of me. Say, it really like, was just like a whole full there. <laughs> She just removes it. She's like, I'm free. Yeah, or what if, like, her brain com- is exposed and she's like an alien? Like, Mojo, Jojo! <laughs> yes. There's a very comfortable canary living in this. Living <laughs> <laughs> in its best life Wait, inside Yellen Rand's hair. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Also, him safe. I have a logical question. Where are their lifeboats? Like, on the ship? Like, the what? Ship. Like, the, yes. their only way to get on and off is to be beamed on and off? There's, well, yeah, they normally, like, I mean, on every other Star Trek show, they have shuttlecrafts yeah. that they use. Right. And right. I was like, why didn't they just send a shuttle down there? But, like, do they right. not have shuttles on the first, on they the original? Do. Yeah, yeah. In fact, do I have a model of the original Enterprise? Uh, keep talking. How about a model uh, of a modern Major General? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I was I was wondering the same thing. I was I was close approximation. This is actually the JJ Abrams Enterprise that I have here. Ah. It was in quick reach. With Chris Pine and the terrible Beastie Boys placement. Except in the third movie. <laughs> None of that made sense to me. <laughs> Shuttle Bay would be right back. Okay, here. Yeah, oh, in the crotch of the of the uh, weird well, thing. It's the butt. Of the, butt. Butt. the butt? Yeah. The butt? I should have known that. It pees face or something. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. Yep. And it's interesting in the original Enterprise, I don't think they really had a good lifeboat system. Mm-hmm. Now, when we get to the next generation, you can actually see all of the individual lifeboats beyond just the shuttles mm-hmm. okay actual... okay for all of the crew in the case of catastrophe yes the okay. the post-titanic answer is that yeah. everybody it was the like the escape pods they had yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and in one of the movies they actually use them mm-hmm. in, in, in use them all uh, in the next generation movies like they, yeah you see all these little pods pop out of the ship mm-hmm. okay okay and fly away yeah yeah because i was very like okay the transporter isn't working i get that's like more time efficient mm-hmm. but i'm like oh man you don't have anything in case of like mal like like malfunction. Like you don't have the mm. like we're right. sending on a shuttle. It's gonna be you know two and a half hours. Hang in tight, boys. It, it was not written into the script, and again, they're still making the rules of the show True. at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. They haven't because they, they they called them lithium crystals instead right. of dilithium crystals. Yeah, they called they're still them, working them out. Yeah, yeah they're. But my in head my in 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 head canon answer would be that since there was already odd magnetic minerals mm-hmm. on, on the planet clearly from the guy that that would interfere with shuttlecraft okay coming down hmm. okay okay eh. not Whatever. that they actually <laughs> said that it's in not the show in the sh- it's not in the show it, it, that's you, your head canon to make it make sense they do a really good job later on of ruling that kind of stuff out mm-hmm. okay. in, in crisis like next generation does a really good oh yeah they, they'll they'll usually say out loud well we can't use this we can use that we can kind of sort of use that. Okay. So here are the stakes, guys. Right. Yeah. 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 Cut yeah. the commercial. Right. Yeah. All right. I dig yeah. that. I dig so that. They're they're learning. Yeah. And I think yeah, it's a flaw of the episode, but there's probably a reason in universe for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems it this this particular episode seemed like we're desperate to get to the conceit of the show, so mm-hmm. we just have to bulldoze our mm-hmm. way through yeah. it until yeah. we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
which I'm like, eh, okay. I think my alternate title for this episode is uh, "Look at me, look at my face." <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's actually not a yeah. bad title. Yeah, for the I think that's it. I, can, I, can I tell my story about that? If you want to, okay, yeah. okay. So sometimes when my person's like fucking around, he'll he'll always like come up and like get right in my face. He's like, "Look at me, look at me, look at my face, look at me, look at me, look at my face." But in a Bitch. loving way, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm always like, "All right, fuck off." You know, per, per usual, but <laughs> yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like people that know him like can absolutely like see him doing that because yeah. right? he's like such a quiet dude and then whenever he never does say something funny it's usually like out of fucking nowhere and it's the weirdest <laughs> shit ever yeah. we I have thought... not really talked about Mud's women yet yeah well um for good reason <laughs> <laughs> and this is our first recurring character but this is not the last we see of Hawcourt Fenton Mud gag oh my yeah. god gag me with a fucking spoon so here's the thing <laughs> He's in the triple episode. I want him like I hate him, but I love him as a character because he's such a fucking asshole. Right. Like, and I'm just kind of like, you always want a good antagonist. (laughs) You know, you want someone to come in and just kind of like, just I don't know, fuck shit up and just be like, hi. He's I'm played, arrogant. <laughs> he's played really well by Rain Wilson in Star Trek Discovery. In the like, Miller show. Really? Yes. And it takes place in the same era. Wow. Rain Wilson. Yeah. 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 No, I like Rain Wilson. And it's Wilson. actually yeah. a really good interpretation of him. It's a different thing where it's played less campy and he's a little more menacing. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I thought he yeah. could go menacing see, really easily and he didn't in this episode. I don't know. I like really campy characters. Sure. Um, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I like kind of the more menacing characters, but what I don't like are like assholes that like you just can't, okay. there's nothing redeemable about them. Like, yeah. like I hated Breaking Bad because like the main character sucks yeah. ass and like I just, I could not have sympathy for him. Didn't, and I, didn't you hate Breaking Bad because you only watch because you gave a hand job to some guy that loved it? Listen, okay. <laughs> That's the story you told me before. <laughs> okay, listen. I, why would you lean into the mic to say that? Like, didn't you give a hand job to a guy one time? <laughs> why lean away? No, from you the didn't. Mic? We'll, we'll go back to the tape. Oh, and then yeah. you went right in. And like, hand jobs. <laughs> I don't know. I found his glued on neck hair very appealing. I have to go home. My mom is calling. That's it. She says Get I have to vacuum room. my room. So, no, this, I just, uh, anyways. No, I'm with you. you anyways. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. I did not like him as a character. I felt like he had a lot of potential. But I was not a fan. And so, I don't know. Like, I like Captain John Harkness from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Doctor Hugh. I said that very funny. But anyways. <laughs> um, I really like him. I feel like that's where this character could have potentially gone if it wasn't yeah. written wow. by a, a Well, sexist. Harkness still had, like, um, yeah. like, that heart of gold thing. I don't think yeah, it's a yeah. solo Mud, motif of yeah. the scoundrel the heart is... of gold. Mud is just Selfish. a scoundrel, yeah. yeah. I, I think, He's just a bad yes. dude. Yeah, I think if this episode hadn't been written by a sexist, it could have had the potential to be, like, a league of people that are, like, going around trying to yeah. trying to get... But it was, like, it was very much, like, mud, and then people that he, like, kidnapped and, like, got, like, drug-dependent on this shit? Like, yeah. the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, we talked about it when we recorded last time. I said, it's about space hookers, and you guys were like, yay! And I was like, but human trafficking! And you were like, no! <laughs> yeah. 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 Also, these were 
really space hookers. They were space male order brides. Yeah. 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 Which is a whole different Different Stevie thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually made me wonder, like, how much of it was consensual? Yeah. The Pre- whole show, or <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like the women that he found were they in fact alone and desperate, going like, oh, "Man, I just need to get off this planet." He's like, "Well, I got this idea. <laughs> Take this because you're kind of ugly." Or was he, or did he meet them and somehow get them hooked on the drugs and be like, "If you want these drugs forever, mm. I'm gonna have to marry you off." Because like you're never really certain. Like the computer does that whole lie detector test. Yeah. But they're like, did they come aboard consensually? and you're like the whole picture of Harry Mudd is that he jumps from kind of scam to scam yeah so I'm thinking this was this was the scam this week yeah 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 Yeah. I don't I feel like man I don't know this episode like I Like, like, morally, I just, like, I couldn't. Like, I kind of yeah, pulled yeah. out my phone at one point, and I was just like, oh, okay, they're kidnapping more people. Great. Oh, she's cooking. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Oh, 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 drugs. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, I just, like, I just couldn't get into it. But yeah. I feel like it had a lot of potential. I, I felt like a little bit like Ruthie and Magda were supposed to be, um, like, in on this scam. And then maybe at yeah. one point, Evie was in on the scam, but then she, like, yeah. like had, like, yeah. maybe, like, her kind of more righteous like ready to settle down kind of thing was like right. i'm tired of doing this and going from place to place but like it didn't i don't know i think they could have taken out a lot of the skeeviness of it if they had gone into the women a little bit more yes but they didn't because right because it was, it was written by a skeevy dude right. yes yeah. and yeah. not and to mention like, how the like the um the idea of these women being ugly is with like wrinkles and bed hair and yeah. like yeah. no makeup Right. It's yeah. like it's the, not like they had like and just weird like skin lighting. burned off or something. Yeah. And this was no, it or, was yeah. just yeah. yeah it, the, the, it was I age. wake up looking like that. <laughs> <laughs> they were lit from below. That was it. That <laughs> was all that the happened only, after yeah. the drug war. <laughs> the only thing the makeup did was spontaneously grow them decent makeup and right. change the camera lighting. And then yeah. began That's the boom brushed their music. hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they're even all natural. Cause and then even and you know it was written by a dude because like Kirk has this line where he's like the effect of the uh, or the female's effect on the crew is quote totally unexplained and I'm like are you sure about that Kirk are you sure but the male gaze have you not watched what's happening like McCoy a a learned (laughs) man of medicine yeah it's just bad (laughs) girl (laughs) but it was. They oh. did bring that up, though. Like, I think, because Kirk and, and McCoy were talking about the whole, like, but are they any more beautiful, really, than any other woman who already works here? On the ship. Right. Like, so, like, McCoy is already going, like, th- th- there's might be something weirdly, like, like, alien or psychic or radiation, you know? Uhura so, and Rand fucking hot enough to be regulars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... These guest star bitches aren't going to get it done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's well, like, I, here's the effect they're having. Clearly yeah. they have an effect. But I don't know if they're actually more hot than anybody else who already works here. <laughs> but yet, he still, he talks about how, like, oh, these females are having this effect on my crew. And then they decide to have a ship's hearing, whatever the hell that is, and doesn't put a single female crew member mm-hmm. on that panel. So right? you just stalked it with a... You didn't even put the gay guy in the room for him. Right? Like, oh. when everyone else was fucking up on the bridge, Sulu's sitting there like, I'm doing my job just fine. Of course, <laughs> all the other crew was like, hey, Sulu, did you check out the girls? Yeah, like, it's ours. Yeah. Like, great, whatever. Yeah. yeah. They had great hair. <laughs> oh, 
fabulous hair. I mean, did you see their shoes? I mean, actually attractive hair. hair. <laughs> okay, have you guys? You guys, I know you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Do y'all yeah. watch Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so whenever he go, uh, Jake and Captain Holt go undercover or whatever, and like Captain Holt, or not undercover, but like they're in witness protection, and so Captain yeah. Holt has to be has to be a straight guy. Great pendulous breasts. <laughs> Very heavy boobies. <laughs> just... That's what I love in a woman. They're bosoms. <laughs> and he like, the awkward like moving his eyes side to side like, I think I nailed it. <laughs> that's it. Can I take off my I'm... shirt and start poking people's swords again? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where I'm most comfortable. <laughs> it always <isn't> he though. <laughs> Man. There was one line that Kirk said that near the beginning, whatever, like right after the women get beamed in, he's like, how many did we get off? And I was like, oh, <laughs> just you wait. I wrote, uh, yeah, he's like, did you get the crew off? And then I wrote Spock's next line as, yes, sir. And now we'll be, fi- now we'll finish beaming them over. <laughs> <laughs> Even Spock was just like, raise an eyebrow like you want to phrase it like that I taught you the Vulcan art of puns <laughs> you should know this by now oh, except in this episode it's Vulcanian is what it's, I thought it's that was a mud thing early on they, they yeah. do that a little I bit I actually kind of figured that was just a mudism I think even Kurt mm. will use the term Vulcanian okay when point. do they nail down the Vulcan thing well the season <laughs> earlier because it happened right. in episode 2 <laughs> the season premiere of season 2 is where they go to Vulcan to have the, the mating ritual thing Oh, nice. That bothers me. But that's what Vulcan is. Vulcan is much more defined as it's mm. later understood in the canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the end credits were coming up, after the end of Buds 1, I had only two notes. I had Boom Chicka Boom. <laughs> brown Chicka and Brown my, and, and, and my alternate title suggestion, which would have been, would you walk by my panel again, please? <laughs> um... It said, uh, Here, honey, take these drugs. <laughs> teleplay by the writer Stephen Candle and story by Gene Roddenberry. I'm like, no kidding. <laughs> what? The right. devil, you say? Uh, um, all right, all right. This episode, we're going to have some some ladies. On <laughs> Why did you suddenly go a little bit Igor? Uh, <laughs> this is my conception of how Gene Roddenberry <laughs> sounded in production me. And they're going to have, master. they're going to have, they're going to have breasts. <laughs> and, and legs oh, I mean, and all the crew are going to be looking at them going like yeah Danny wants a piece of that <laughs> oh jeez but it's like there's a space pill that makes them hot yeah. and they gotta find more of the space pill <laughs> but then but then, so nobody gets mad in the end it was it was inside of them all along it right. was love the whole time and that's how you beat a cocaine addiction you just Believe in yourself. Right. Yeah, that's what I put. I said, just awesome. believe in yourself, <laughs> fix your hair, put on some makeup, and all the men will love you. <laughs> you too will find someone you can cook for for reasons. Oh my god. <laughs> someone you can you can criticize the way they clean their pants. <laughs> Isn't that really what marriage is though? Just... I, I will say like... <laughs> I, I will say, like, I wish I had a little bit more, obviously, but I did, like, they tried, they made the attempt of Eve talking to What's-His-Face and kind of like, yes, they were very like, but then she's like, why don't you just sandblast him? And he's like, oh, fuck, you right. <laughs> and he goes, he's like, I think that might work. And she's like, I'm not an idiot, you know? And he's like, just like, 
oh, aren't you? Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no's. <laughs> I don't like yous. <laughs> what I thought was really interesting about this episode was the way that the end of it really ties into romance novels of the time. Like, my mom was super into romance. Like, that's all she ever reads is, like, yeah. romance novels. And usually they're out of, like, the 70s and the 80s mm-hmm. where, like, the guy kidnaps the chick and then he's like, we're yes. gonna be in love. And, like, it's Stockholm, essentially, is well, what yes. it is. It's that frontier idea of a wife as, like, a commodity you go down to the general store for. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, and... It's where my little parties kind of started from. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, like... Read or watching this was a lot like reading some of my mom's old novels. Yeah. Because it was kind of like, oh, like, oh, they hate each other. There's no way they're going to get to, oh, God, they're together. Who would have thought? Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. It was not great. It's like, none it's of this like episode was great. away from every other human being has forced them to grow fond of each other. Right. In because we're social animals and we need human contact in order to be sane. Uh, Although, was this the first episode with Majel Barrett as a computer? I believe it was. The computer was intermittently voiced throughout the original series, but I think this is the one that was first one was clearly her mm-hmm. doing it's the definitely, voice. The computer was, was a character in this one for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And in the later shows, Gene Roddenberry's wife does the voice of the computer oh. consistently. Mm-hmm. That's a, a a thing you can count on from episode mm-hmm. to episode. But and that's why Laura ended up playing the computer voice in the fourth wall. There, if there's one thing to emulate from Roddenberry, it's that. And yeah, creator's wife else. should be the computer's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else. Yep. So uh, I like. There's nothing to read into there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked how the computer was kind of sassy. Like she was like a uh, uh, psychiatric treatment was uh, what was supposed to be Mud's discipline yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was like, effectiveness disputed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else about Enemy Within or Mud's Women? It's um, intru- Go ahead. What? Why, why was Captain Kirk, why did he keep using the log if it was expending batteries? Like at one point he's like, he's like, at one point he's like, he's like, I've expended all oh, but forty three minutes of the of batteries. I was like, why so, are you on this fucking log? Yeah, Nobody so cares. Most in audacity, it really takes up a lot of the processor. Oh my God, who's on Snapchat? Get on. <laughs> Um, so it would be Sulu. all of your stuff. It would be Sulu. Right. Like, like, hey guys, about to die. So what I was thinking. It's your boy Hikaru. Oh, have y'all seen that Vine? Where he's all like, hey guys, what up? It's your boy, uh, skinny penis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kirk's podcast needs to fucking cool it. Yeah. In, in the 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 point I kind of made in previous episodes is you can kind of judge the popularity of an episode as to how much it influences later stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously, of these two, Mud's Women is the more popular episode because yes. Harry Mud comes back once in the original series, oh. comes back once in the animated series in the 70s, which, oh, wait till we get there, and was going to do a Next Generation episode, but died. Uh, the actor died before Aww. they could do it. And then, they, of course, they brought it back, it brought the character back for a couple of your appearances on Discovery as played by Rain Wilson. So, mm-hmm. Mud is a, now officially a part of, of Gag, the heart of Trek. Yeah. And in fact, there was even a reference to it in Star Trek Into Darkness, the sort of civilian ship they used to infiltrate the Klingon planet. Sulu talks about it and says it was from the Mud incident earlier that month. So, there is a, okay. a version of Mud somewhere in the J.J. Abrams movies that we never yeah. saw. 
I ugh. you could have buzzed awful. me at any point in that. <laughs> you had the right, and I was like, <laughs> it's weird enough to keep let them keep that, going. That's <laughs> almost more interesting than what happened in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I kind of wonder though if it's not that this episode was super popular, as it is the idea of that kind of character, that Long John yes. Silver kind of piratey yeah. character, Especially is what was so popular. Because he was a shitty character. He was yeah. not a great actor. Like right. he's oh, yeah. sitting there with his the the women at one point, whatever, and he's like, and they're not gonna submit to a to a medical exam because they're so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and don't like my name is not Harry. So it's yeah. a Leo. <laughs> anyway, like yeah. Well, see, she I, did a really good job. Yeah, yeah. Of, um, that was of a channeling on. Roger Carmel here. I was like, yeah. where did Z go, and why is Colonel Gum from Batman here? That's not a compliment. It's not. But I mean, I actually kind of liked it because I, I that showed like weirdly his incompetence. Jeez. Yeah. Like, he's a smuggler. He doesn't have to be a good one. He's just a weirdly lucky one. It's Luck awesome. does not equal, like, talent. <laughs> with, with Ain't that the truth? Right? <laughs> and, and, and as Star Trek goes on, it's going to be portrayed as this sort of utopian future with this per perfected human race. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where Mud is kind of appealing because he's such a counterpoint to that. He mm -hmm. is yeah. so mm -hmm. shitty mm -hmm. that yeah. it's like, okay, you at least, there's at least room fix, for... like, personality. Yeah, yeah there's... <laughs> There's room for shitty people in, in Gene Roddenberry's perfect future. So, the list of things there are room for in the future. Beastie Boys. Apparently. <laughs> Shittiness. <laughs> and concealer. Illegal <laughs> drugs. Because those yeah. Venus pills were yeah. definitely illegal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was they just were illegal. crystals. Like, they, they were taking ship's fuel. And it was <laughs> yeah, I wondered that. No, they, I they, called really, it, yeah. they called it Venus is something or whatever. Like, it was well, like Venus a... Drug. But, I mean, they called drugs all sorts of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking the horse, taking yeah. the white dragon, taking dropping the kids off at the pool. No, wait. <laughs> no, it's something else. It's something Took a little shot of starship fuel. That's what they, that's what they call sexy. Uh, <laughs> launching shuttle bays off the starship boat. Dropping the kids off at the pool. My shuttlecraft, yeah. Drop, <laughs> dropping the away team, key void of space, yeah. <laughs> dropping the away team off on Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that means we're a bunch of shits. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're funny. We should have our own show. We really should. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else about the two episodes? We're pretty far into our time. No, I'm good. Next time, yeah. your away team will be watching the episodes. I hope you guys don't look ahead to this, because I want your unvarnished reaction to the episode titles. Okay. The next episode is called, What Are Little Girls Made Of? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> nice. And the next one after that is called Miri, and Miri is weird. Miri may be the one where, and not in the context of the episode, but during the production of it, where Grace Lee Whitney was uh, sexually assaulted. Mm. Have fun, guys! Yeah. <laughs> End of show! Somebody say something funny! But! <laughs> Catch you guys next time.